Amen, amen. Well, good morning, Compass Church, and happy Mother's Day. You know, I love the mothers of Compass Church. You ladies are fantastic. Amen. How about our worship set today? Little Zachary up here. Come on. Was that not killer? And let me, hey, and I can't leave Muffin out. You know, in 21 years, almost 22 years, I've never seen that. I did not know she could do that. So I was as blown away by that as you were. What else you keep holding back there, sweetie? Huh? <laughs> well, amen. Glory to God. I hope you're excited to be here. A really quick uh, update. And, uh, I know we still got a lot of people traveling, but Morgan and Bagani were here last week. A lot of you were here. Oh, good to see the Atterbury's back from Japan. Thank you. So glad you made it back. They were in Japan. All right, Morgan and Bagani were in, are missionaries from Swaziland. They were here. And as most of you know, they spoke and we took up a love offering. Well, I'm happy to say that we were able to send them back with $1,638. Amen. That's great. You know, you need to give yourselves a pat on the back. That was awesome. Awesome. You know, she said that was the largest that they received from any of the churches. And they went to, I don't know how many churches, from Utah to Alabama to Georgia. And I mean, that, that says a lot about you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, God's put a wonderful group of people together, and, you know, he's got a great plan for the church, and, and you're going to be a part of it. You know, I tell you all the time, God created you with a purpose. He had that purpose in mind when he created you, and you are here, and you're a part of us, and you're part of the vision, and it's going to be great. You guys are fantastic. Amen. All right, so mothers, today is your day. It's your day for us to ooh and ah over you. It's your day for us to celebrate you, to honor you, and right? And you so, so deserve it. So deserve it. In your head. Okay, Mother's Day. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Mother's Day is kind of a, it's, for pastors, it's, a, it's one of those deals where, um, how do I put this? You, 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 a lot of pastors don't like to preach on Mother's Day, on, particularly about Mother's Day, because it's so easy, especially in today's culture, to offend somebody, to leave somebody out. And the last thing you want to do to moms is to offend anybody. So, you know, and, and, and when we started the church in January, you know, I'm doing my half-year plan. I'm looking, I'm like, there's that Mother's Day, you know. I know I'm going to have to tackle this. And what am I going to do? You know, and it, it kind of makes you, or makes me a little nervous, you know. And, of course, I pray about it, and I talk with God. And, and you know, there's th- basically three types of sermons you're going to hear on Mother's Day. You're going to hear, your, number one is going to be your celebration of Mother's, talking about how awesome you are, which you are. You're very awesome. That's great. Fantastic. And then the, sec- the second one is going to be what it takes to be a mother. Okay, this is going to be the sermon that's going to look at all the mothers in the Bible, look at their godly attributes. Come on. Basically, a happy Mother's Day, and here's what it takes to be a great mom. Boom. And then, of course, you're going to have the third one, and that's going to be the pastor's like, no, I'm not tackling that one. I'm avoiding that one altogether. He's going to preach on clouds in the sky or something that day, and he's going to give every lady in the room a flower as they exit the building. And so, you know, I'm praying this out, and I'm talking with God. And, uh, you know, I was like, well, well, God, how will I, as the pastor of Compass Church, handle our first uh, Mother's Day? And, you know, and, and, and he's telling me, you know, of course, it needs to be practical. I think you all know I'm a very practical pastor. I want you to have the knowledge of the Bible. But understand, it's just having that knowledge, that's not enough. You've got to have that knowledge, and you've got to understand how to apply that knowledge, okay? Very important. 
All right, just knowledge obtained is not going to is not going to help you be the success and walk in the perfect will of God for your life. You got to know how to apply it. So I'm very practical. I want you to see that, and I think you can see that a lot in a lot of, in a lot of my sermons. And uh, he showed me. He said, "You know, of course, you need to be encouraging." I think I try to be. I do my best at that. But he led me to a, a, a particular scripture, and this scripture is not very doesn't sound very motherly, and some of you probably have it memorized. But I want you to, to, to stick with me. And we're going to read Romans 8.1. And it says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen? So, not a very motherly scripture. Well, stay with me. Moms, I want you to know that if today, if you're in Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation. Okay? Understand that. And you're thinking, why are you saying that? Because we live in a society that looks for everybody's failures. They're looking for you to slip up. They're looking for you to make a mistake. They're looking, especially as a Christian, they want to see you fall. They want to see you fail. And so they can pump up your mistakes. Amen? But understand that if you are in Christ Jesus, you stand in His righteousness, okay? And you are loved by God Almighty who created you as a daughter. He, you are His daughter. All right? And he created you with a purpose, so that makes you special. And listen, you may be thinking, well, I may not fit into the mold of society, but that's okay. God created you the way you are. You need to learn to be happy the way you are and understand he created you with a realm of influence. It can be your work, it can be your neighborhood, it can be your school, wherever that is. You were called to be a light within that realm, and you're special. He created you the way you are, so don't be trying to be something you're not. Be happy with your giftings. Be happy with the way you are and understand that there are people that are only going to accept Christ and only going to hear about Christ because you are who you are and the way you are. Amen? Didn't mean to get on that note, but glory to God. So, mothers, I wrote down some encouragement for you. All right? So sometimes you may feel condemnation. I think everybody does. Now, understand this. Condemnation does not come from God, right? If it comes from God, it edifies, it builds up, it brings life, it lifts you up. Come on. If it's death, destruction, tears apart, condemnation, it comes from the enemy. Amen? All right. So, moms, I want you to know this. You're not condemned if your house is a little messy sometimes. Okay? You're not condemned. It's okay. Listen, you may be working a job. You may be working two jobs. A single parent. I don't know. Listen, don't let that condemnation come in there. Don't let it creep in there. Okay? Moms, you're not condemned by your personal sin. You're not. Listen, we're humans. We all slip up. We all make mistakes. There's not anybody in this room any different, including me. And if you ever do choose to go to a different church and that pastor claims to be perfect, you better run. Amen? We're human. We make mistakes. It's okay. There's no condemnation. You know, God's got a system in place. All right? So, moms, you're not condemned if you have a lack of a desire to homeschool. All right, I know there's a big, there's a big uh, talk today, uh, public school, homeschool. Listen, homeschool worked great for us. Being in the ministry, we needed to be able to move, needed to be able to go overseas at times. Whatever the situation, so homeschooling just really worked great for us. There's pros and cons to both. But listen, don't look at something and feel like because it's working good for this one, I've got to try that. You know, you need to learn to do what God is instructing you to do. That's why I talk about all the time about having that relationship with Jesus Christ and keeping that relationship going and understanding his voice when he's leading you and telling you to take steps. Amen? So, moms, you're not condemned by the difficulties of caring 
for a child with special needs. All right? That's tough. It's tough. Don't let them, don't let society allow, put condemnation on you. All right? And moms, you're not condemned by any thoughts, and they will come, of how easy it is to love one child more than another. All right? Ooh, that sounds kind of hard, Pastor. Why would you say that? Well, because I did a lot of research on this, and it happens. It happens. All right? It happens. And mom, you're not condemned if you've had a miscarriage. Okay? You're not condemned. And I thought about Michelle when I wrote this one down. I said, you're not condemned because you have no desire to adopt. Because, you see, if Michelle had it, she would adopt a hundred kids. And (laughs) so, anyway, listen, you're not called to save every child out there. You are called to play a part. And that's between you and God. All right? And fulfilling that role. All right? So it's okay. Adoption's not for everybody. You know, our nonprofit's been working with adopted families since 2010. And I'm going to be honest with you, there is just about as many failures as there are success stories. All right? And I don't, I don't say that to scare anybody from the idea of adoption, but I'm a real pastor, and I want you to understand there's going to be some struggles. It's going to be difficult. All right? Moms, I like this one. You're not condemned when you read another mom's perfect parenting moment on Facebook. Come on. I think we all see those. Don't fall into the social media thing. Come on. <laughs> I won't tell you who I was thinking about on this one, but some moms, you're not condemned by your inability to cook. Okay? Your family's going to survive. Listen, you've got enough on your plate. If you're not a chef to go along with all the other things that you have to master as being a mom, it's okay. It's okay. Amen? (laughs) It's okay. All right? Moms, you're not condemned because you're divorced or maybe you're unmarried. All right? You've got to remember, we live in a fallen world. Okay? Adam and Eve made, their, made the choice. And when they made their choice, it allowed sin, death, and destruction into this world. All right? And when that happens, it's in this world. We have to contend with it. We have to deal with it. Always remember, choices come with consequences. You set things in motion by the choices you make. If you make wrong choices, you're going to deal with some consequences. That doesn't mean God's a bad God and he's not going to see you through it. Sometimes he'll perform a miracle and you make it a little easier on you. But sometimes... It's going to be tough, and you're going to be in the thick of things, and you're just going to have to walk it out. You're just going to have to walk it out. Amen. So, moms, you're not condemned by your desire to be alone, away from the kids, for just a moment, every single day. It's okay. I'm looking at Miranda. I mean, Miriam over there. I was thinking about Miranda. (laughs) All these mommies with multiple kids. (laughs) All right, mom, you're not condemned by your body. Okay, it may not be what it used to be when you were 20. You know, that's okay. The beauty's there. The beauty's there. Amen. Don't let these things attack you and keep you defeated and keep you beat down. Understand, the enemy wants to keep you down here with a low self-esteem. If he can keep you beat down, remember, he's got you where he wants you. You need to learn to be bold. You need to be confident in who you are, comfortable in who you are. All right, comfortable, confident in the gifts that he's given you to accomplish what he's called you to do. Amen. So, uh, mommy, you're not, you're not condemned by repeated mommy failure moments. Okay, 
And I know these come because the daddy, the daddy failure moments come too. All right? So moms, you're not condemned by not being able to throw the birthday party of the year for your kids. Come on. Not everybody can do the four jumpy houses, give a pony and a brand new car to a 16-year-old kid. If you can do that, thank you. That's okay, but not everybody can do it. Don't let condemnation come in there. Amen. (laughs) You're not condemned for not feeding your kids. Homemade meals created with only fresh organic ingredients purchased at Earth Fair. They can be quite expensive. Amen. It's okay. (laughs) Moms, you're not condemned by your need for a vacation without the kids. Although what Miranda was Talking about Miranda wanted to do a, she wants a day. What she want for Mother's Day? She she wanted a day at the Marriott by herself. No kids. She can turn the phone off if she wants to go to the pool. She wants to go in, whatever she wants to do. I thought, you go for it. You enjoy it. You deserve every minute of it. Amen. All right. So listen, moms, you're not condemned for not living up to your mother or mother-in-law's standards. Come on. Uh, it happens. It happens. Listen, I can keep going. All right? The list can go on and on. And I'm sure you've got some that I don't have on my list. And I want you to understand that sometimes you're going to feel these types of condemnation in these types of situations. All right? But I want you to take it from me and Muffin here. We have lived through most all of these scenarios and then some. All right? And then some. But I want you to understand something. God's word clearly promises you that there is no condemnation. And his word is true. And his word is life. Okay? So if you're in Christ Jesus today, don't you allow that to creep into your life and to keep you beat down, keep you enemy, let the enemy keep you beat down, insecure, lack of self-esteem. Come on. You need to be bold. You need to be strong. You need to be confident so you can defeat him. Amen? So you may be thinking, well, what am I? If I'm not supposed to be filled... I'm not supposed to feel condemnation. How should I feel? Well, I want to look at Proverbs 31. And I love Proverbs 31 because it reminds me so much of my mother. It really does. My mother was the only thing, the closest thing that I ever knew to anything of the Bible. And she was my rock. She was. She was my rock. And this reminds me so much of her. And Proverbs 31 says that, Moms, you have dignity and strength. It says you have wisdom and kindness. I love this. Moms, it says you're a teacher. You are a teacher. That's awesome. Fantastic. Proverbs says you are not idle, but that you are excellent and blessed. It says you are compassionate and you are to be honored. And that's what we want to do today. You're to be honored. And I love this. It says you are a comforter. A comforter. All right, I can't explain in words the comfort that I have in knowing that Muffin is there taking care of this, taking care of that. She's there with me. <laughs> Proverbs says you're a born leader and you are to be revered. But I love this. Proverbs 17 says that But when you become a grandmother, your grandchildren will be the crown that you wear on your head. Amen. Now, I want to take just a moment, and I want to say this. If you're sitting out there and you've lost your mom, I want you to know I understand that. And I'll be honest with you. You know I'm honest with you. uh, Quite a few years back, I uh, I lost my mother, and that was the hardest funeral I've ever preached. I don't even think I made it through the whole funeral. 
uh, I broke down. And I've struggled ever since that day because most of you know my mother, as I grew up, my mother was a very sickly lady, but yet she was still a rock in the Word of God. And I struggled with that as a child. I blamed God for her going through what she went through, and which led to me to being so late in age and receiving Christ. Amen. But I want you to know, if you've lost your mother, I understand the emptiness that can come from a day like today. Because I'm going to tell you, still, I still, even as your pastor, have to deal with emotions that come on this day. Amen. All right? But listen, the fact of the matter is, if she could come back today, if my mother could come back today, she wouldn't come back. Not even for me. She's in the most perfect place. She's in the most perfect body, most perfect home with the most perfect heavenly father. Amen. But I understand. I want you to know I understand that. And listen, if you're sitting out there and you may be thinking, well, pastor, I really just want to be a mother. You just, my heart is to be a mother. I want children. Listen, my word to you today is patience. Listen, he knows your desires of your heart. He does. Don't, and listen, don't ever get to the moment to where you feel like you've got to make something happen. Okay? Be patient and listen to his. But I want to read John 19, 26 and 27 for you. When Jesus saw his mother there and John the disciple, whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And to John the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, the disciple took her into his home. All right, here's what I want you to see here. This is the crucifixion. Mary witnessed the crucifixion. From the cross. She stood right on the ground and watched this. I cannot even imagine what she went through watching this. All right? But Jesus took, turned to John and says, take care of her. And then he turns to her and says, let him stand in my place as your son. All right? So here's Jesus. He's on the cross. He's, he, can you imagine the pain he's in? He's bearing the weight of the world's sin on his shoulder. All right, he's there. He's he's having to deal with all of this. All right, but yet he say it is so important. He takes the time to see to it that his mother is taken care of after he's gone. Glory to God! What an example he set for us. You see, as 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 the Son of God, Jesus was dealing with eternal matters. He was our sacrifice. He was paying the price. But as an earthly man. As an earthly man, he was showing us today how important it is to care and love for our mothers. Amen. Glory to God. That's fantastic. So I want to give you seven ways. You know, I like my list. Seven ways that you can love your moms today. All right? So number one, love her with your words. Okay? And I know this is tough for some men. All right? Because a lot of times men have this mentality, and I don't understand it. My dad was this way. They have this mindset, well, I don't have to say I love you. She knows it. Mm, no, that's not true. Or better yet, they'll say, uh, I show her I love her. I don't have to say it. Come on, guys. No, no, that will get you nowhere. Listen to me. Your wife and your mother, and this goes for kids too, they need to hear the words, I love you, come out of your mouth. Amen? They need to hear that. Okay? Listen, learn to affirm the love for your mom with kind words. And just simply say it. Say it. Listen, tell her how beautiful she is. Tell her how, how, how wonderful that, uh, or how beautiful that outfit is on her. Tell her how good she is at this. Tell her how wonder, wonderful singer she was, and I didn't even know that. The point is just tell her, tell her, tell her. 
Communication is key. Clear communication. And guys, remember, they're wired a little different than we are. Understand that. It's okay to understand that. They need to hear your voice. And kids, mom need to hear your voice. They need to hear you say it. Amen? So number two, lover would touch. All right? Would touch. Now this is, when's the last time you just gave your mom a big old southern hug? You know? When's the last time you did it? Huh? Or maybe a kiss on the cheek. You know, I'd give anything to be able to do that for my mom today. I really would. If, listen, if you can't remember the last time you did it, it's time. Step up, guys. Step up, folks. Step up, kids. It's time. Remember, she was the first person that ever touched you. She carried you in her womb for nine months. She birthed you. When you came out, what did you want? You wanted to be held. So what did she do? She may not have been comfortable. She may have been in some pain. It doesn't matter how much medicine she was on. She took you. She held you. She cuddled you. She stroked your head. She put your cheek against her cheek. Why? Because she loved you so much. Amen. And she was constantly touching you. Touching you. Amen. It'll mean more than any flowers, any candy. Come on, I know that's okay if you've got flowers or candy. I'm not putting <laughs> That's okay. Give her those two. Those help. But listen, give her a hug. Give her a kiss and tell her you love her. Amen? Tell her how much you love her. You know, when I was putting this together, it made me think about when I used to do nursing home ministry. And when you go in the nursing home, a lot of the elderly people in there, they're so lonely. And, and, you know, you can talk to them for hours, but they'll get more out of the 10 minutes that you come and just give them a hug. They just, they crave that attention. Amen? So if you, can, if you can, I want you to give Mama a great big hug and a kiss today. All right? Now, number three, I want you to love her with patience. All right? Patience. Why would you say that, Pastor? Because sometimes we get to a place, especially in today's society, when we have so many things that we depend on Mom for, that we just expect things from Mom. Okay? And sometimes when this happens... And they don't get done. We have a tendency to lose patience. Mom, why isn't this done? Mom, why are my clothes ready? Mom, why didn't you do this? Mom, you're late picking me up. All right? Patience. Listen, there's not a job, there's no position in this world that will, that will compare to the physical, emotional, spiritual, or commitment that she has as a mom. Nothing. Nothing. And to top it all off, in today's culture, in today's culture, most moms work a full-time job, or run a full-time business on top of being a full-time mom. Come on. You got to take your hat off for them. Come on, guys. Really. You really do. So, sometimes learn to be patient with mom. Because you got to remember, moms are selfless. Moms do not do for themselves until they have done for you. Amen. M- Michelle here, when she receives money for Christmas or birthday or whatever, she won't spend it on herself unless all the kids are tended to. Am I right? Mama D will have to come and take her shopping to make her buy her some clothes. (laughs) Moms are selfless. But yet they deserve our best. They deserve our best. Amen. So love her with some patience. 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 And kids, teenagers, I'm going to throw this out there. All right, y'all are going to probably not like me for this, but I'm a, I see this happen a lot because we deal so much with teenagers. It is not fair 
for you to go to your friend's house and treat your friend's parents better than you treat your mom. Amen? Come on. And this happens a lot. So you go over to your friend's house and you put on this front because you want your friend's parents to think you're the best thing that ever come across their kid's path. Amen? But then you go home and you disrespect. Come on. Just say it. Just a thought. Listen, the fact is, if you treated them the way you treated your mom, you wouldn't have any friends to be going over there with. Something to think about. Respect and love your mother. Amen? All right. Number four, love her with attention. Love her with attention. Listen, your mother always has a sympathetic ear. And know that your mom always, always sees the best in you. No matter what you've done. She always is the best. And I'm reminded of the, a documentary I watched. I love documentaries. And I watched one on Netflix. And it was about men who were being executed for capital crimes. And they interviewed the men and they interviewed their mothers. And it was so interesting. The interviewer would ask questions. And every one of the situations, the mother would always say, he's just a good boy. He had such a good heart. And the interviewer would be like, well, he, he killed 30 people with a hammer. You know, but mom, mom only always saw the good, you know, regardless. But listen, she's always there for you, and she's always listening. Listen, as mom gets older and as you get older, learn to be her rock. Learn to sit and listen to her. Let her pour her heart out on you. Amen. Come on. It's very important. Treat mom as we'd hope to be treated when we're in her shoes. Very important. Very, very important. Amen? And now, number five, love her with thanks. All right? Now, that one's like, wow, Pastor. Pastor, why would you say that? Have you ever just told mom thank you? Just unexpectedly told her thank you? Now, you may have to pick her up off the floor after she faints. But come on, we need to learn to say thank you. All right? Out of the blue. Unexpectedly. And if you're wondering why, for life. She gave you life. Amen. <laughs> but listen, thank her. Thank you. I love you. A hug, a kiss. Thanks for washing my clothes. Thanks for buying my food. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for, thanks for. Because it just keeps going and going and going. Amen. And it should. Learn to say thanks, Mom. You are an amazing mom and I love you. Amen. All right. Number six. Love her with generosity. All right, understand we will never be able to pay mom back completely. You'll never be able to. For everything that she's done, everything that she's wiped away, because you see moms, like I said, are selfless. So when, when you have to go and do your activities, mom clears up her schedule so she can make sure you meet your activities. Amen? So now mom's in a push. Mom's got to stay late to accomplish this, this, this. And mom may have to leave work, go to the, get you there, come back, work late that night, just so you, but you made your event. All right? Sometimes we need to flip that card around. Sometimes we need to clear our schedule and make a day for mom. Get her to the Marriott. You know, do something special for mom. Amen? Go without something so you can give to her. So, so, so valuable. And it is so, so worth it. Amen. And finally, love her with honor. Okay, and this is what we're about today. Exodus twenty twelve says, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord of your God has given you. 
Listen, this is a lifelong binding command from God. There's no end to honoring your mother. It doesn't stop. Amen? It doesn't stop. You know, Ephesians 6, 1, 3 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for that is right. Honor your father and your mother, for, which is, is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy a long life on the earth. Well, verse 1 says, Children, obey your parents. Well, see, there's an end to that command. Okay? It's non-binding. But your obedience to your parents does not extend into the adulthood. But honor does. It's a lifelong command. And you may be thinking, well, Pastor, how do you honor your mom? You know, I really don't know. How do I honor your mom? Well, it's just basically three simple things. Appreciation. Come on. Thankfulness. What we just talked about. And value them. You know, see the value. You know, you hear me say all the time, see the value in yourself that God sees in you because he sees you valuable. I told you God created you with a purpose. He has a plan for you. And you're special because there's only people that are going to be brought to Christ because of the plan in your life. You're that special. Somebody's life depends on it. Amen. So see the value in mom. All right? And number two, respect them. All right? Respect mother. Right? And this involves generally your words, or your actions, okay? And listen, it's okay to not agree with everything that mom says. <laughs> but listen, that doesn't give you the right to voice it with disrespectful words or show it with disrespectful actions. Amen? All right, don't do that. Don't do that. And of course, number three, provide or care for them. Listen, when your parents get older, it's time to, just like Jesus Looked after Mary. It's time to, 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 to do what you can. Take care of your parents. Don't throw them to the side. And now as I, as I was writing this out, I was thinking, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to say, well, pastor, you just don't know my mom. Come on. She's not very honorable. Well, my word to you would say, the word does not say if she deserves it, honor her. Okay? Now, that doesn't mean that she doesn't need some Jesus in her life. That doesn't mean that she needs to do some growing up. doesn't mean she doesn't need to do some changing. You pray for her. You honor her. Okay? You meet her where she is. We've all been there. Somebody, we've all been there. All right? And remember, Scripture clearly says, honor your mother, period. She's your mom. She's your mom. And by the way, it's only one of the commandments which includes a built-in promise of a blessing. That it may go well with you and you may have a long life. And I want that. Amen. So I want you today, I want to get you out of here so you can go eat. I want to take the time to love moms. All right, dads, I know you're half asleep in here, but you should have been taking notes. That's okay. The podcast will be uploaded. (laughs) But I want you to honor mom. Honor her with your words, your touch, your patience your attention, your generosity, your thank yous. Come on. Very, very important. Very important. So I want to take this time, and I want to give a special gift to all the moms. Can I get a couple of guys to come up and pass these out? So all the moms, if you would, just raise your hand. And I want to thank everybody for coming out today. Um... You know, I usually close every service 
with a prayer of salvation. I'm going to do things a little different today. If you need prayer for any need, uh, I want you to see me after service, and uh, and we'll talk about it. Well, listen, I want as you go, as you leave here, seriously, the things that I said. If I left somebody out, I, please know my heart is never to to leave anybody out, never to offend anybody. You know, I want nothing but the best for you. You know, that's why God called me here. Uh, you know. God wants nothing but the best for you. But as we go forth, and I want to encourage you so, so much. And I'm very passionate about this because of what I had to deal with my, my mother leaving at such a, at what I feel like was a young age. And I miss those times. Don't miss them. Don't, don't grow to where you miss those times. Take advantage of every opportunity to celebrate your mother, to spend time with your mother. Amen. It's precious, precious time, folks. Precious time. Take full, full advantage of it. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this day. And I thank you for each and every person that came in here, Lord. And I pray, and I pray nothing but the best over them. And Father, I thank you for our mothers. Our mothers that gave us life. And Father, I pray now that in your name that you will just pour out a blessing on them. Bless this day. Bless their life comfort them in any struggle they may be dealing with. And Lord, I pray for nothing but the best and nothing but favor to come across their path. Everybody they come into contact with, nothing but the best. Favor. Favor with all people and all individuals in all situations, Father. And Lord, I just pray that children and dads, husbands, Take the words that you gave me to speak today. Take it to heart. Take it to heart. And take the time to honor their mothers. And Father, if you've got somebody out there that's dealing with a mom that they may not feel like they're honorable, Lord, I pray pray that you'll move in that situation. You know the situation. I pray that you'll give them courage to pray and lift them up. And Father, I pray that you'll send the right people Cross that mother's path so that she will listen about you and turn her life to you. And Father, we just give you all the praise and all the glory for everything. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Glory to God.